Welcome to Vibing Consciously, where we embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth together. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm a metaphysician and intuitive. My specialty is helping others overcome trauma and embrace their true, authentic self. My goal with this podcast is to show others what it's like going through their spiritual journey by sharing my own candid experiences. I'll always be open and honest, never leaving anything out, because I believe as this world grows and evolves into higher consciousness, we're going to need support, and that's what I've come here for. I believe by having a supportive community, we can make the world a place of love and peace instead of war and separation. Together, let's navigate the path to enlightenment and create a community rooted in love and support. Welcome to the highly anticipated Season 3 premiere of Vibing Consciously, where we delve into the heart of the human experience and explore the depths of our souls. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm thrilled to embark on yet another season and a new journey with you. On this episode, I'll candidly speak on the emotional waves that accompany my transition into the role of solo host. I'll reflect on the shifts between season two and season three, and we'll explore the highs and lows and the challenges and triumphs that come with embracing change and personal growth. But fear not, dear listeners, season three promises to be nothing short of extraordinary. Join me as I unveil exciting news about upcoming guests and my grand vision for this season. From riveting interviews to thought-provoking discussions, Season 3 is poised to be bigger, bolder, and more captivating than ever. So get comfy, settle in, and let's embark on this exhilarating journey together. Welcome to Season 3 of Vibing Consciously. Hey everybody, welcome to Episode 1 of Season 3 of Vibing Consciously. This is going to be interesting because this is my first time recording without Sarah. And oh my God, I already want to cry first thing in the episode. Oh my God. Okay. I won't be doing this the whole time, I promise. But I wanted to be candid with you guys and I wanted to go ahead and get it over with because I know in the intro you did not hear Sarah and you're probably wondering what the heck is going on. And honestly, we are both shifting majorly in our lives. Um, I know that I've spoken in the previous episodes about when I come back from Joe Dispenza, it's like a whirlwind of shifts and twists and turns, and I never know where they are going to take me. It is literally like playing pinball and just seeing where you hit the ball and hopefully you score. And other times it takes a a couple of tries to get to the goal. And that's totally fine. And Sarah and I are still friends. We're totally okay. But she is going into her yoga teacher trainer program. And my priority lies more with the podcast and teaching. That is what I feel like has always been in alignment for me. And the podcast is growing exponentially and it takes so much more time and dedication. And right now in our lives, I'm very fortunate to have that extra time to dedicate to the podcast and to teaching. But Sarah, on the other hand, she's got three kids. She's got another job doing hair still. And she's also doing her yoga teacher trainer program, which is taking up a whole bunch of time and also a whole lot of energy 
And as you know, Sarah has been coming about her spiritual journey at her pace and I go at mine. And mine is like tornado, rapid pace, freight train. It's crazy. I don't know what kind of agreements I made coming in or if it is just flat out trauma response, but I'm ready to feel better. And my way of doing that is to learn everything I possibly can from every resource I can possibly find and then experiment on myself and see which ones work. And while I'm doing that, I'm recognizing that a lot of other people don't have that same motivation and I actually give them props because I have no patience. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Michael system, but it tells you what your dragons are and your dragons are like the things that you come to work on earth to overcome. Mine is impatience. And as soon as I read that, I was like, yeah, okay. They don't know me, but they do. And I'm very impatient. And it is something that I'm always working on, but it's also something that really works in my favor because I get to do stuff like this. And even though I'm going at a very rapid pace in my healing, I feel like it's just kind of my jam and that's where I'm at. And I do it to help teach. I know that's why I'm doing it because the more I experiment on myself and the more that I see what works the more I can share that information with other people. And for me personally, I feel like that's the most important thing in this world is gaining this information on how to heal yourself and come into true love and happiness. I think that it's our God-given right being here on this planet and we are all deserving of it. But people find that at their own pace. And when I watch people go slower, and I'm not even... Sarah is what inspired me towards this topic, but I'm not even talking about Sarah because she's grown so much in the time that we've known each other and just watching her. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional again. But just watching her grow and come into her own being has been amazing. And I'm so proud of her. And this isn't the... um. The outcome that I thought that I would have for the podcast, I always thought it would be Sarah and I, but I'm seeing now as I grow and I am becoming more of an observer of my life, I'm able to make better decisions. And right now I just feel like if Sarah and I continue to do this podcast together, we're losing out parts of our friendship because we are so busy. We're so busy. And the only time that we really got to hang out is doing the podcast. And so all of our time was dedicated to teaching these deep concepts, which takes an enormous amount of energy to do. I don't know if you guys know, but for me, when I'm in these deep spiritual conversations, sometimes I'll be in them for two, three, four hours. And I'm on a high when I'm in them. But when I walk away, I crash. I crash. And I'm like, whoa, what just happened to my body? 
So that was the only time that Sarah and I were getting to see each other. And so we would be on this high and it would be great and phenomenal, but then we would crash and we have a life to live. And for me, I have one child and this is my job. This is what I do for my work is I teach and I paint and I read and I learn. I am so incredibly blessed to say that that is what I do for work because unfortunately other people don't have that luxury and Sarah has a job with hair she is trying to shift her life into doing yoga and she also has three kids to care for and she doesn't always have the time to crash she doesn't get to crash and honestly I don't want that to be our friendship either. I don't want it to be where the only time that we see each other is to teach other people and to put so much of our energy into it that we crash afterwards. And I won't go into too much detail about what exactly happened because she's not here to speak for herself and I don't want to speak for her. But ultimately, it was my decision to make this a solo podcast because I saw where I was losing my friend. I was becoming more of a coach, not just to her, but just in general, because the only time that we would see each other is doing the podcast where I was coaching. And we went to lunch together right before we had this conversation about the podcast And we didn't do the podcast that day. We were supposed to, but we were both taking a break and I was really tired and she was tired. And I said, you know what, let's just, well, she asked if we could get lunch together. And I said, you know what, let's just be tired together and sulk together in this low emotional wave that we're in because we were both trying to figure out what the heck to do with our life at that point. And We didn't talk about the podcast. We didn't coach. We didn't do anything like that. We were just friends. And I've seen that it it's almost been a year since we started the podcast. And I started seeing and feeling how much I've just missed my friend and how much I just wanted to be with my friend. And I just started thinking, you know, we have been seeing each other less. We've been texting each other less because we're so busy. And if the only time that I get to be with my friend is the one hour or a couple of hours that we do the podcast, I say that my friendship takes priority over the podcast. And it is more important for me to have my friend than to have a co-host on the podcast. And was it an easy decision? Absolutely not. It was not an easy decision. And I still don't know the whole outcome of that decision, but I do know that I made it from my heart. It was not from a place of ego to say, you know, I don't want you on the podcast anymore. I would love to have her on the podcast. And I don't know... There may be a day where she comes back. I don't know. I presented this as kind of, you know, a break so that we could just be friends because 
I'm recognizing how little I know what's happening in her life and how little she knows what's happening in mine. We only know the things that are happening that are in alignment with the episode that we're recording for the podcast. So I'm just trusting that all of this is happening for us and not to us and that I made the decision from a place of love. So I'm trusting that it will all work out and be even better than it was in the beginning. Now, do I know what that looks like? No, I don't because I'm not in charge of figuring that out. It's not up to me to figure out what it looks like. It's only up to me to stay in a place of love with my best friend. So that's what I'm doing. And we'll see what comes of it. But I wanted to be open and honest here because I am no drama. I hate drama. So I don't think that I want to create um, assumptions or false narratives about what's happening within the podcast. I want to be totally honest and I want it to be heard here from my mouth to you. Because I think that you're also deserving of that. Because my whole goal of this podcast was to help others learn from my experience. And I know for a fact that there are other friends that are going through this. And we've talked about this on other episodes where one friend is going at their pace and the other friend is going at their pace. And we're both just trying to figure out how the heck to live on earth and stay grounded while all of this stuff is happening within us on a spiritual level because a lot of us have been blocked off to it. So for me personally, it's been almost three years on this spiritual journey and I have known since day one that the longer that I dig within myself, the faster I will heal and the better I will heal because I've dealt with depression and anxiety for a long time. And I wanted to be done with it. I wanted to move on. I wanted to become one with the best version of myself that I could be. And I've known all of these things from the beginning. But I'm telling you, as I go through my spiritual journey, the things I thought I knew are nothing like they are. I always come to find out more details. There are always more layers. And as soon as I think I've got something nailed down, here comes the universe to tell me, oh, you got caught up in your ego again. So let me show you it's not actually what you think it is. And I'm starting to get used to it. So I just try to make every decision I can based from my heart. And as I continue doing the work, I get deeper and deeper into my heart. And I start viewing love as something so much different than what I originally thought it was. Because originally, I asked Sarah to be on this podcast because I wanted to show her her potential. I think every friend wants to show their best friend their potential. And I feel like it's so easy for us to see it. But it's not as easy sometimes on the receiving end. 
because I know I have people tell me every day how awesome I am and how powerful I am and all, all these things. And it has been one of the most challenging things for me to believe that because of my own programming feeling unworthy or not trusting what they're saying. Like, yeah, they're going to say this now, but then they're going to stab me in the back. I think that that's a normal human reaction for someone who has went through trauma. Because especially as a child of trauma, you have parents that tell you that they love you. And in the same breath, they're knocking you into the floor. So in your body, I think that you start to become fearful of love and, and people saying how great you are. Because you're used to people telling you that and then in the same breath are hurting you. So I'm at a point now where... I'm recognizing I can't save everyone. I can't show other people their potential, especially when it's a potential that they didn't even have for themselves at all. You know, I can't pull people into this with me who don't want to be in it with me. And I'm not saying that that's Sarah. I'm talking general now. I've learned this with many people. My brother, you know, it, it's always a journey for me because I, I have in my life always been responsible for making people feel better or more comfortable. I'm like a professional people pleaser. So when I have people in my life that I love, it is so easy for me to say, here, do this. This will make you feel better without even thinking, is this really something that'll make them feel better? Like, do they seem like the type of person who would be into this? No, not really. So even though Sarah's going through her spiritual awakening, much like mine, I have got to accept that the things that I love may not be the things that she loves, or at least not for right now. You know, I can't keep calling her a witch when she feels uncomfortable with the word witch, you know? <laughs> and and it, She's been such a trooper because she's she laughs and keep us, keeps a sense of humor about everything. But I'm starting to recognize I can't keep doing that. I really can't because until she feels comfortable calling herself a witch, I shouldn't be calling her one. Even though I think it is like the best compliment when people call me a witch. Because witches were healers. And I love to view myself as a healer, but... Not everyone loves to view themselves in a certain light, and her upbringing damn sure was different than mine, and there was a lot more fear placed on her around those things. So I want to be able to honor that for her. And I can see now from my own experiences that the podcast is going to go very quickly. There's going to be a lot of changes um, it's going to evolve with me and I'm evolving very quickly. And there are things happening to me and experiences that I'm having that I want to share in the podcast and have be a part of the podcast that I think would be too much for her right now. And I'm only saying this because I'm seeing what it's done to me going so fast 
because right now I'm at a point in my life where I need to slow down. I don't regret for a second going as fast as I did because I needed it. That is what I needed to get to a vibration that I needed to be at to hold the space for what I'm about to do. But now I need to slow down. My body is constantly trying to play catch up and I want to be able to honor my body and say, you know what? You don't have to play catch up. Let's just get you to a point where you feel comfortable and then we can grow from there. So that's what I'm doing. And I don't want to force anything on Sarah that she's not ready for. And there are some discussions coming that I think that are going to be really out there and really deep. And I've learned that with these discussions, it's not just a talk. There's information being encoded into our systems constantly in these discussions. So if we start having channelers come on the show and they are channeling information that vibrates at a frequency that is so high that it could throw off the system of someone who's listening who isn't ready to hear it, that is not fair to them. And I honestly feel like I'm just being a better friend by saying, you know, I'm looking out for you and I don't want the same thing to happen to you that's happened to me. Because it is really difficult. It's really difficult sometimes when you really truly believe that the conversations are just conversations and learning. Because that's what I thought for the longest time. I'm just learning this information and it's great and, you know, it is what it is. But no. I have really recognized on a deep, deep level that these are not just discussions. This is energy. And like I said, it's information being encoded into your system. And if it is information that is too fast, oh my gosh, the toll that it takes on your body sometimes, it can really be tough because it's a shock. I mean, we've grown up learning that our reality is one way. It's solid. You know, whatever we see is what really is. And anything outside of our visual perception doesn't exist. That's what we've been raised to believe. And we have been lied to. Because there is so much that exists beyond our senses that we are not aware of. That we can utilize. But in order to utilize these things, you have to match the frequency of it. And if you don't, be prepared for what comes. Because it's going to be a lot. If it's information that's so far outside of your realm of thinking, your body could literally go into shock. It could become stuck in time. Almost kind of like a trauma where when trauma happens to you, you're almost, your body is stuck in that point in time if you aren't able to release those emotions and the energy being caused from that trauma. It is the same thing with 
spirituality and the information that we get through channelers or intuitives or mediums, whatever. There's a whole array of people out there, but they're all tapping into the same thing. They're all going into the quantum field. And if you go so far into the quantum field to reach a vibration that does not match your natural vibration, your body will react. And me personally, I've been through that several times. And I'll tell you, it never gets easier. It never gets easier. So now I'm starting to get to a point where I am limiting the information that's coming in. I'm not reading as much. I'm not watching as many channeled videos. And I'm really trying to flow as best I can with listening to my intuition. And if it's telling me you know, you need to get on Spotify and listen to this podcast, I'll do it. Or if it says, hey, there's this book waiting for you on Audible to listen to, jump on Audible and and go with the first one that I feel intuitively guided to. And if I do it that way, it will always work in my benefit. But if I go at such a pace where I always feel like I need to be reading three books at a time because that's practically what I was doing. And I'm just trying to cram as much information in my head. Like, what does that do, really? It is coming from a state of lack and desperation because I want to be healed so badly that I think that if I continue to read every book written on spirituality and the quantum field and heart and brain coherence, that I'll be healed. But that is not it. You can read as much as you want. You can learn as much as you want. You can shove as much information as you want into your brain. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you do not integrate that information into your body and into your heart, you are opening yourself up for a world of disaster. But if you go at your own pace and you listen to your intuition your world will open up like a lotus flower and it'll be magical and it'll be at your pace so you don't crash. So I personally made this decision to do the podcast alone for many reasons. There was many reasons that went into it and that was another one. Because now the things that are happening to me that I was talking about earlier, I have entities coming to me and wanting me to channel information to the audience. And I have people that I'm meeting that are going to be on the show that are also going to be channeling information to our audience. And I have big time guests coming on the show that are going to be talking about concepts that could be very triggering and make people feel really uncomfortable Now, there'll be people that are jumping up and down in their seat saying, yes, do it, do it. And they love this information because that's how I am. I look at triggers like teachers. Triggers are teachers. I don't run away from triggers because I know if I'm triggered, I have something to learn. There's something that my body is trying to tell me. There's something that's about to be unveiled. But there are others that are like, no triggers. No triggers ever. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to hear it. And you got to respect it. 
because those people are actually honoring themselves by doing that because they know their limit. But I'll say right now that this podcast is about to shift big time. We were talking about deep concepts before, but now it's going to be on a whole other level because as we go into 2024, 2024 is going to be a big year for the collective. There is going to be some very high highs and also some very low lows. With Pluto going into Aquarius, there is going to be a lot of destruction and collapsing of systems. And there's going to be a lot of information come out that is going to shock a lot of people. If you keep up with astrology at all, you know what I mean. The next two years are going to be absolutely insane. And I think by 2026, we are going to be living in a much different reality than what we know now. So that's only two short years to get as many people on board with this information as possible because their world is about to change going from third dimensional reality to fourth dimensional reality, which is what we're aligning with more now, going into your heart, you're going to have a lot of upheaval. We're going to go from a place of control and power to a place of openness and vulnerability and wholeness as a collective. And I know that a lot of people are saying, yes, finally. And me too. Me too. I am so ready. But in order to get there, imagine the things that are going to have to happen. We are still at war right now with each other. That's going to have to be settled. We are still eating food with poison in it. That's going to have to be settled. We are still holding each other's race, sexuality, gender against them. That is going to have to be settled. There cannot be separation where we're going. And once we reach the fourth dimension, we're going to be into our heart. We are going to be open to love. And how many of us are still terrified of it? So there's going to be major changes. And it's going to be really uncomfortable for a while. Because as we go into fifth dimension, where time will not exist in the way that we know it, and where we recognize that we are all one whole collective, we will lose pretty much our separate identities. So right now, if you look at just social media for a second or Netflix for a second, everybody is so caught up in their own individual identity. It's about me. It's what I like. This is what I look like. This is what I wear. These are the facial products I use. In fifth dimensional consciousness, none of that exists anymore. We recognize that everyone is us. Everyone is a reflection of us. Everything in the world is a reflection of us. It'll no longer be about separation and what I'm wearing and what I'm doing and this is my life and you know I work my job and I live in my house in a community with these certain people it's gonna look so much different 
the way that I view it is, first of all, when we go into fifth dimensional consciousness, as we grow and progress, we're going to have the option to go into a light body. We're not even going to have a physical body anymore after a while because we start to recognize, oh, we're energy. We can vibrate faster. And as we vibrate faster, we're going to vibrate out of the physical realm of third dimensional, everything is solid reality. And fourth dimensional, everything is solid reality. Once we get to fifth dimensional consciousness, we know everything is energy and vibration. And we know if we are going to connect more with our higher selves and wholeness, we have to vibrate faster. So I think that's what's happening within the collective right now is we're realizing that we can't live at these lower dimensional frequencies anymore of hate and separation. We have to come more into love. We have to come more into our heart space. So I once heard the dimensions described as the way of the chakras. So right now in third dimensional reality, we're in the solar plexus, which is all about control and power. And we're moving into fourth dimensional consciousness, the fourth energy center of the heart. And once we're in fifth dimensional energy, we'll be in the throat. Everything will be about communication. And when I think fifth dimensional communication, it's telepathy. We're not going to be speaking with our mouth anymore because, again, we are going to know that everything is energy. So we can send out a signal from our heart instead of our mouth. And as this podcast continues, you'll feel that. You'll feel that. We'll be talking, sure. But as we go, you're going to be more aware of information being encoded into your system. It's not going to be so much about listening to the words that we're saying, which you will, but it's going to be more about the feeling of it. Feel into those words. Feel into the information that's being provided because it's about to get really deep and it's about to get very real because we are at this transition from third to fourth dimensional consciousness into fifth dimensional consciousness. And me personally, with the entities that I was talking about coming to me with information, they're making it very clear that the world is going to change. It's going to change so fast. And if I continued on the path I was going with the podcast, it would not match the frequency of the audience that I need to align with. Now, we will still talk about trauma and healing because that is where my heart is right now in fourth dimensional consciousness, where we're at in the present moment. Because I believe everyone has trauma. It all looks different, sure. Some people have big T trauma and some people have little T trauma. So everybody's looks different, everybody's feels different, and I'll go on the record to say that nobody understands someone else's trauma. We can try, and some of us have been through similar things, but we all go through the experiences in different ways. 
So we'll still be talking about how to work through that trauma because if we are to get through fourth dimensional consciousness and into fifth dimensional consciousness, we have to heal those traumas. They cannot come with us into fourth and fifth dimensional energy because trauma keeps us at a lower vibration. It keeps us in fear. It keeps us in lack. It makes us feel unworthy all sorts of things. So we cannot feel like that in fifth dimensional energy because in fifth dimensional energy, everything is pure love. And we know that we're all whole and we know that we're perfect exactly how we are, despite the traumas that may have happened in our past because our past doesn't go away in fifth dimensional energy. We don't get there by saying, oh yeah, I went through trauma and I'm healed and now I focus on love. That is not the way it works. The way that we get there is to honor that trauma and look at it and feel it and work through it and go through the shadow because you're not going to find the light unless you go into the dark. It does not exist without the dark. So everybody that's been avoiding shadow work, sorry to tell you, but you're going to have to dig into that stuff now. You can't ignore it anymore because... The cosmos are moving so fast right now. Time is literally speeding up. There's no more time for disillusion. There's no more time for thinking that you can ignore those things about yourself. You have got to look at them and feel them. And I am 100% sure that I've said this on previous episodes. It only takes 40 seconds of feeling into that emotion to move that energy out. But if that emotion has several attachments, like for me personally right now, what I'm working through is grief and you can see it in everything I'm doing. My childhood best friend, her father just passed away last week. And in the same week that Sarah and I split on the podcast I mean, there are things that happen in our life that show us cycles that we've been on and ways that we have been stuck in certain emotion. So for me personally, grief and anger are the two that I have not wanted to feel. I have a lot of both and I don't feel comfortable in either one of them. So right now, my life is setting me up in a way to feel that. Because even though it's the podcast and then my friend's dad, it opens the door to all these other griefs that I have not looked at. And I won't be able to ascend or move on or grow until I feel through those griefs. And for me personally, I've had a lot of grief in my life. I've got decades worth of grief that I need to feel. So I may spend the 40 seconds looking through this one grief and feeling it in all its severity. But then, whoa, here comes another one. Here's more grief. Here's something that you didn't look at from 10 years ago that you need to look at and feel. So I spent another 40 seconds and then that keeps going. And sometimes because coming out of grief also means that you can't be a victim anymore. 
And I have always been a victim in my life. I've always held myself at that vibration until I spiritually woke up. And even after I spiritually woke up, I still found myself becoming the victim over and over and over again because it's something that I've created a cycle in because we project everything in our physical reality from our subconscious and our subconscious is nothing more than just our inner child. It's our inner child and everything that happened to that kid projecting everything into your reality. So imagine if you have an inner child that you haven't spoken to, I don't know, since you were a child, and it's been through all of that trauma and you haven't addressed any of it, that inner child is creating and controlling your life. Everything in your life, your relationships, your job, everything, your state of mind is all controlled by that inner child, your subconscious mind, until you face it and until you look at it and you honor it. You sit down with yourself. You stop your life for a second. You get off your phone. You're never going to be able to address that inner child until you do that, until you find yourself in stillness. And when you do, and when you heal those things and you move through them, the weight that is lifted is unlike anything that you'll experience. So I want to provide people with support through that because it's hard. It's really, really hard. And a lot of us talk about the magic, the manifestation in spirituality. The manifestation comes as a reward for the work. You don't get the manifestation without the work. You've got to believe. And there are some people who are like master manifestors because they just know about the law of attraction. But I'll tell you right now, there gets to be a cap on those manifestations where you start to see things slow down and you can't manifest the way that you were able to before. And that's because you've reached your cap. And you can only get past that cap when you look at your subconscious mind. What is stopping me right now from manifesting this thing? If it's money, do I have some sort of negative attachment to money? Do I feel like I'm not worthy of money? There's all sorts of things. And I'll tell you, if you're holding back grief or anger, and you don't deal with that, it'll continue to show up in your relationships until you do. So we're going to work on that. We're going to still talk about that because that is something that does hold very close to my heart. But we're also going to be digging into these bigger concepts of quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and the realms beyond the physical. And we may talk about attachments or dark energy because there is still so much of that on this planet that we have to work through. And it may make people feel really uncomfortable. And there may be people that say, I don't believe in dark energy. Tell you right now, if you believe in the light and you don't believe in the dark, you are still living in an illusion. We have got to face the dark if we are to walk into the light. And that is what season three is going to be about. We are going to be discussing things that might make you uncomfortable. But how are we going to grow if we don't make ourselves a little uncomfortable? It's just like working out. You're not going to get stronger until you feel that burn. 
So we're going to be burning on season three. We're going to be talking about some big topics. And I personally am so excited. I am so excited for this growth and evolution. I'm excited for the guests that we're going to have on. And I am so excited. And they're all going to talk about different things. Oh, it's going to be so good. And I'm excited to see how I grow with this too, because there's going to be parts of me that are going to be shared that are going to be really uncomfortable. And you guys are going to be there for it. And I'm just here to be an example. Really, I want everyone to use me as a mirror and see that everything that I'm doing, they're probably doing the same, just in a different way, because we're all reflections of each other. And we all came here together to get through this ascension, because if you're listening to this, you're 100% a light worker, because you would not have made it this far if you weren't. So we are all on this mission together and to help each other. So I'm really excited. And if you feel like you have something to share for season three and what I've said so far has been in alignment with something that you feel like needs to get out to the world, please reach out because I am really trying to create a place where people feel safe and where they can also learn. I think that both of those things are really important. So if you feel like you have anything to add, please reach out. I would love to have you on the show. And hopefully in the future, we'll have Sarah back and she can come here and lighten the mood a little bit because I know that I get kind of deep. I know you guys also love Chelsea, the... the <laughs> The trader card reader that we had on at the end of season two, she's going to be joining me more because I love her energy. I love being in her energy and hearing everything that she has to say because she is such a loving presence and also so grounding, which we need. And she teaches me personally to give myself grace and to laugh at myself, for God's sakes, not everything has to be so serious. So that's what she's going to be bringing to the show. She's going to be on a lot more because I really enjoyed my time with her. But anyway, I hope that you guys have enjoyed episode one of season three with just me. I'm so excited to see where this takes us and how we grow and evolve together. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Vibing Consciously. Remember, your journey is unique to you, but you're never alone. Always give yourself grace and honor your body. If you're feeling, you're healing. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it with others who you believe may benefit from our discussions. You can find out more about Vibing Consciously by visiting our website, vibingconsciouslypodcast.com, or follow us on social media. If you would like to share a topic for an upcoming episode, or if you would like to be featured on the show, please reach out to us. Until next time, may you continue to grow and thrive on your spiritual path. Stay true to yourself and let's spread love and peace in this world together.